0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And that is deep left center, and that
1: is... Oh, 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 gone again! A three-run shot, and it's all BYU.
0: Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. By Intermountain Healthcare, proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off season. Also by DoTerra. DoTerra, proud sponsor of BYU baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar
2: baseball fans. Welcome back inside Miller Park on the beautiful BYU campus in Provo, Utah on a frosty Friday, but the snow is peaking out. We had snowfall overnight after a cool and wet series opener yesterday, but conditions currently dry and I think pleasant compared to certainly yesterday at this time as of right now. BYU San Francisco uh, playing the middle game of a three-game set with the Cougs seeking to extend their winning streak to six games I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Grubel. I'm joined by BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade today. But before today's first pitch, we hear from BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our pregame interview presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. And after a grinded-out 8-7 extra innings win on Thursday, the coach reflects on his team's mentality and the confidence that comes with finding different ways to win.
1: I just think we, we started talking about, some coaches don't like to talk about getting wins you know it's just like stay with the process and and all that stuff will happen and i'm i'm actually one of those coaches that that likes that mantra but at some point you have to start thinking about getting wins and you have to start talking about getting wins and finding ways to win and so um we haven't really blown out many people i mean it's been we we've had to hold leads we have to come back a little bit and and scratch and claw for every win we've we've uh, received this year but I mean, I just, I just feel like when our team takes the field right now, we feel like we're going to find a way to win and that's that's the most important thing to me is that confidence.
2: You'd not been down by more than four runs and come back to win a game until last night. You were down five and, and, and won the game.
1: When we got down to Texas early that kind of, you know, we could take some memories from that, that uh, we went in and a top 10 team in the country. We were, we were able to scr- scratch our way back into that game and, and win that game. You were down 4 zip there, right? 4-0, yeah. We yeah. were down 4-0 against Texas and and uh, in the last day of a, of a long, long trip and so that showed a lot of character by the guys and so the feeling you can kind of tell as a coach the feeling of the dugout when you go down five sometimes when you're down two it feels like you're down ten hmm. uh, last night we were down five and it and it didn't really feel like we were down that much I, I mean in my in my heart and my gut I really felt like we were going to find a way to win that game or at least make it close and like we said last night our number one goal was to get famine let's keep this close enough where they have to bring fam in the game and use him win or lose let's make sure he gets on the field well, that was number one. He got on the field, threw 97 pitches, probably done for the week, yep. and we come out with a W, which was uh, just icing on the cake. Some minor tweaks to your lineup, uh, you foresee for today? Josh Cowden's been catching a lot lately, and I think his legs look just a, a little bit tired. I don't I don't want to take that catching, I don't want that to take away from his hitting, um, which has lagged just a, a little bit. So I'm going to catch Abe Valdez tonight. Abe does a great job. You know, he started the season as, as our number one catcher, and and. Probably is our best overall catcher right now. So, and then I'm going to move Josh Cowan to the outfield. Uh, fortunate that he can actually go to play the outfield. Um, keep Freddie Atchikart first. Keep keep Wilk at DH, and I think that's going to be a really strong lineup for us. We're looking for Carter Smith to give us a really good start. He's got. I think Cougar fans will be really excited about um, his stuff and what he's going to bring to the table tonight as our starting pitcher. too. to me, he's really earned his spot in that in that starting role, and he's embraced it. He's excited about it, and I'm excited to watch him tonight. So are we, Coach? Thanks for the preview. We'll talk to you post game. Thank you, Greg.
2: All right, that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. And time for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. BYU's batting order, Pintar, Watkins, McIntyre, Cowden, Gamble, Wilk, Atchikar, Valdez, and Cole with Carter Smith on the hill. USF going with Kieschel, Foster, Winkler, Vujovic, Munoz, Westerman, Jovatic, and Nell. With the number nine, Thomas McCarthy, the catcher, on the hill for USF today, is Josh Malaris. But Carter Smith, number 26, gets the start for BYU, and the right-hander gets ready to kick and deal to begin this game. It is chopped to third base. Cole handles, fires to Atchikar, and just like that, Luke Kieschel is retired after one pitch. Luke Kieschel came in as a pinch hitter yesterday, went 0-for-1, leads the game off and plays third base for San Francisco today. BYU in the home creams with Navy caps and the... Block script Navy BYU across the chest. USF in green caps and jerseys, gray pinstripe pants, and the script San Francisco across the chest. The number two hitter is number eight, Darius Foster, left fielder. And squares to bunt, drops one down, charging a Smith, picks it up and fires, and Freddie had to stretch. Good play. But got him. Good and play. so two pitches, two outs to begin today's game. And that was a heck of a play from Carter Smith and a great stretch and lean from Freddie to make sure he was secure on the bag at first.
3: Yeah, that's a great bunt and great job by Carter to be able to go and get that ball and, and make a barehanded play and a rocket. Good thing he's got a 95-mile-an-hour arm.
2: So first two pitches go 5-3 and 1-3 on the retirements. Two out quickly here in the top of the first wind up and fire, that'll be low for ball one. The umpires today, Alberto Ruiz at home plate, Dax Upston at first, and Jacob Asher. Asher, yesterday's plate umpire, will be the arbiter at third, working briskly. Carter Smith's second offering is fouled back out of play down the first baseline. So one and one with two gone here in the top of the first, BYU and San Francisco. They played a wild one, 10-inning, four-hour game yesterday. BYU's only lead came at the end, 8-7 was the win for BYU. That's outside for ball two. The hitter is number 13, Jack Winkler, the shortstop. Went one for five with an RBI yesterday. And righty-lefty-righty, the first three hitters for USF. That swung on and laced foul down the third baseline. So strike two to Winkler. Tied for first on the Dons and hits and leads the team in total bases. Carter Smith looks in to Abe. Gets his sign and gets ready to deliver on the 2-2. Two gone here, top one. And that's ripped into right field for a single. So between the uh, first and second baseman, more to Freddie's side. Sharply stroked to right, and Winkler
3: is on with a two-out single. Well, yeah, if you look at Winkler's spray chart, he likes to hit more middle pull side, and that time he did a good job of just sticking on that 93-mile-an-hour fastball and hitting a nice, sharp line drive into right field for a two-out single. Carter
2: Smith, the Lehigh, Utah Sky Ridge High School product. A new starter, making his third start of the season. Got a start earlier in the year. In fact, at the Texas State Series, he got one start, and then his most recent start was at LMU, and now he's in the rotation as the Friday guy.
3: Yeah, he, you know, he came in here as a freshman last year, wanting to be a starting pitcher, but obviously willing to you know accept any role. But you look at his numbers when he's a starting pitcher; his numbers are so much better than when he comes out of the out of, out of the pen.
2: First pitch a strike to Jordan Vujevic, Last night's hitting star for San Francisco. Vujevic DHing today and takes for ball one. One on one with two gone here in the top of the first. Winkler is at first with a two out single. Vujevic yesterday two th- two for three. Both of his hits were home runs, and they were multiple run shots. Two-run and three-run homers for Vujovic. Leads the team in home runs with five after yesterday's two. And then time is called. Carter Smith will get you a fastball in the mid-90s. A slider in the low 80s. Same for the change. Curve will hit the high 70s. That's the menu for Carter Smith. The 1-1 delivery is inside for bo- uh, strike two. One and two with two gone. Carter Smith on the hill, and Abe Valdez complete your battery for BYU.
3: Yeah, and his best strikeout pitch is the slider. He really loves to throw that pitch, especially to right-handers. The lefties, he'll be more fastball change-up.
2: So the 1-2 forthcoming from Smith. Man on first is Winkler. And that's a swing and a miss. Good changeup. Frontwards K to end the top of the first. BYU 0 and San Francisco 0 for the Dons. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. 0-0 after a half inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: We head to the bottom of the first inning. No runs in the top. Four batsmen came to the plate for USF. One reached on a single, but... Carter Smith got out of the inning with a swinging strikeout by Jordan Vujovic. BYU leads off the bottom of the first with Andrew Pint. Andrew Pintar coming to the plate. Starting his 20th of 20 games this year. He and McIntyre are the only two players to start all 19 games coming into today. Andrew Pintar, right-handed hitter against the right-handed throwing, Molaris. Malaris making his eighth appearance and he delivers high and catches the outside of the zone for strike one. The 0-1 forthcoming to Pintar. Pintar yesterday... One for five with a run scored and a base on balls. The Cougars' leader in a number of offensive categories. Among them, runs scored. That's ball one, so one and one on the first two pitches to Pintar. Andrew playing second base today. The Cougar infield at Chikar at first. Pintar at second. Watkins third. Cole, uh, Watkins at short. Cole at third. Valdez is catching for Carter Smith. Malaris gets Pintar to swing. at An outside pitch for strike two. Josh Malaris, jersey number 40, working on the first base side of the rubber. His catcher is Thomas Thomas McCarthy, who stays behind the plate after yesterday.
3: Well, he's going right at Pintar with fastballs so far this at-bat. Chopper foul to third base.
2: Stays 1-2. and BYU's won 20 of 34 against USF all-time. They've now won three of the last four here at Miller Park against the Dons, counting yesterday's series opener. Mike Littlewood's personal record against the Dons is 16-6, including an 11-2 mark here at Miller Park. The 1-2 to Pintar. That's off speed outside for ball two. First hitter in the Cougars' first inning is Andrew Pintar. He'll be followed by Brock Watkins and Mitch McIntyre. Hitting cleanup is Joshua Cowden. Cowden going to right field today. The two-two, that's popped up to short center field.
3: Center field doesn't see it, or does he? He had a yeah, weird kind of a late, yeah, yeah a late it's look like, at does it. Does he not
2: see that? But he does make the catch. That's Yobatich. So the fly out to center, the lead off the game for BYU. Pintar is retired. Brock Watkins, the BYU shortstop, hits second. Another right-handed bat for Coach Mike Littlewood. Tons of lefties in the lineup yesterday. They've dropped a few out. Have the Dons in particular. So Watkins swings and misses at the first offering from Molaris. Molaris coming in two today with a uh, a robust ERA of nine. Batters hitting 278 against him this year. Molaris steals high and catches enough of the zone to go 0-2 on Brock Watkins. Josh Molaris coming in two today. With an 0-2 record in his seven appearances. Making just his second start. His last start came on March 4th at Stanford. Don's lost that game 7-6. That's well outside for ball one. So the 0-2 to 1-2. One gone here, top one. BYU and USF, Cougs in the home creams. And Don's in the green and grays. Sun shining here at Miller Park. Even though it's chilly on the foul back, stays one and two. Speeds where we were yesterday at this time when it was rain and sleet and snow and wind and all kinds no, of unpleasantness. Yeah, it was not fun. Fun day to spend four hours in the ballpark yeah, yesterday.
3: No, no kidding. We pretty much witnessed everything you could see in a baseball game yesterday.
2: You can hear the wind through our crowd mic here as that north wind blows out to center field. Ball high for two and two with one gone here in the top of the first. Tomorrow's weather is supposed to be the best for the three games. Fifties and sunshine tomorrow, and it's a one o'clock first pitch here at Miller Park tomorrow. Greg Rubel, Tuckett Slade with you from Larry H. Miller Field at Miller Park. That's high and inside. So from one and two to three and two now to the number two hitter, Brock Watkins.
3: Yeah, good battle here for Brock.
2: And since Brock's come back from that strained oblique, he's gone three for eight, with four runs and four RBI. Yes, done a really good job. He was sorely missed. Full count delivery is fouled back over the screen, the canopy and likely into softball which is going on with game one of two right now.
3: Yeah, the, the tough part about Brock getting injured was he was just coming off a really solid weekend at Texas and had hit some fantastic hits for us and had some really good at-bats and then all of a sudden got hurt and we definitely missed him.
2: Full count, laced off the back heel of the pitcher, will get into the outfield for a single and so Brock Watkins to straight away that was going to get there anyway and Really just a minor deflection off the
3: foot of Molaris. Yeah, once it hit off the foot, I was like, oh, don't ricochet to the shortstop because (laughs) that was a clear as day single up the middle. Nicely done there on a full count to just take that fastball and get it right up the middle.
2: And it stayed more or less up the middle despite the uh, slight ricochet off the pitcher's back heel. So with one gone, runner on for Mitch McIntyre. Watkins singles to center. First hit for the Cougars, one hit for USF as well. As our first left-handed bat of the day for BYU comes to the plate in Mitch McIntyre. Mitch yesterday, one for four with a ribby and two bases on balls. He's hit in his last four games, coming into today. And sees that one piped in for strike one on the first pitch from Malaris.
3: Well, the Dons have attacked Mitch so far this weekend with a bunch of breaking balls. They're not showing him a lot of fastballs. Another first pitch, uh, get me over curveball right there for strike one. Watkins takes his lead. The righty
2: out of the stretch. Puts his chin to his chest and fires outside. I thought it was ball one. Yeah, one and one. Yep. So one and one with one gone here. Runner on is Watkins at first. Home plate umpire today, Alberto Ruiz. Ruiz was working first base yesterday.
3: Had a tough day yesterday. He missed a a
2: key call that went against USF
3: late in a one-run game. Fouled back for one and two. It was interesting because we went back and watched the film after the game, and he had three close plays that were bang-bang plays at first, and he he called them all three wrong, the close plays. So he had a tough day yesterday. That And that happens. And they went both ways too. Yeah, they play. did. Yeah. Hey, twice it was us that got called out when we were safe at first, and then the big one was in the 10th inning when their guy got called yeah. out. So it all it kind of evens out. One and two from Josh Malaris to the Cougar hitter,
2: Mitch McIntyre. Lefty hitter McIntyre, righty hurler Malaris. And that's ripped up into center. Cut off by the shortstop, and it'll be a 6-3 unassisted double play as that shot to the second base bag was corralled by the shortstop. He stepped on second and threw to first, and the double play gets the Dons out of the inning. So after one complete, USF zero and BYU zero. The Cougars, no runs on one hit, no errors on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: DoTerra proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. BYU and San Francisco scoreless into the top of the second. First hitter for USF, top two is the first baseman Jacob Munoz. Munoz leading USF and RBIs with seventeen. The bottom of the first ended tuck on a six-three double play into which Mitch McIntyre hit, as that's swung on and fouled back. For strike one, and that's the first grounded into a double play this year for Mitch.
3: Yeah, he, he hit it hard right at the shortstop. Who was playing shifted up the middle, and uh, you don't see that too often because he can really run, but sometimes the placement of the ball and how hard he hit it can affect that.
2: So the 1-1 swung on and grounded to third. Pick up and fire to first from Cole to Achikar, and Munoz is retired 5-3. The second 5-3 ground out for USF and their first five hitters. Peyton Cole handling that easy grounder and firing to Freddie. One gone, top second. BYU and USF zeros on the board. Next up, the number six hitter, second in this inning, is number five, Jacob Westerman. Came in as a pinch hitter and struck out yesterday. The right fielder today, Westerman, a right-handed bat. It's the right-handed throwing Carter Smith, and Smith is inside for ball one. Carter gave BYU a really nice Friday start at LMU yes, last really weekend. Did. The kick fire outside for ball two, two and zero to Westerman.
3: Yeah, he uh, and he would have been able to go probably one to two more innings had we played a little bit of catch. We had, we had the little uh, the, the air bugs going on during that game, and which causes pitch count to raise a little bit, and we had to pull him out.
2: 2-0 goes to 3-0, 3-0 on the inside pitch to Jacob Westerman low. Speaking of errors, there were 11 last night. 7 by USF, 4 by BYU on a frigid wet day in which fielding was an adventure. So, look for a take here from Westerman on the 3-0. And Carter Smith... Grooves one in for strike one. Three and one now to Westerman. Sun shining in Provo. Wind blowing out to center. And the snow line is right around the bottom of the Y in front of us. That's grounded foul to the third base side. Count will go full. So Carter, who got behind 3-0, and has brought it back to a full count with one gone here in the bot top of the second.
3: Yeah, you love it when you fall down 3-0 and you just don't give him the free bag. You fight back, get it to full count, and then go ahead and try to win this at bat if you're if you're Carter.
2: Adjusting his batting helmet, tapping the plate with the end of his bat, and waving it above his right shoulder is Westerman. The full count delivery. That swung ungrounded up the middle, handled by the shortstop Watkins, fires to Freddie, and two
3: gone here in the top of the second. Very nicely done. Carter's doing a good job of keeping the ball down and just letting his defense work. So uh, Carter's gotten three ground
2: outs, and then technically a ground out is the 1-3 that he handled nicely on the bunt. So that was a real nice play to get Carter in the game and make a nice play beyond just the throwing as Jovetic. Nick Jovetic, left-handed hitter, will step in against the righty Smith, and Carter goes 1-0 quickly with two out here in the top of the second. Nick Jovetic was hitless yesterday, 0 for 4, with a strikeout and a walk. He does lead the team in fan-outs. Jovetic, the center fielder. Jersey number 36. And that's grounded through the hole into center. The hole between third and short. And so for the second consecutive inning, it's two-out single for San
3: Francisco. Yeah, and that was a little shift single right there. Had Brock been playing in his normal position, it would have been right to him. But you play the averages and you say that, hey, 70% of the time when he puts the ball in play, he pulls the ball towards right field, second base to right field. So you shift the guys over and 94-mile-an-hour fastball he's laid on and he hits a routine ball where Brock normally would be but ends up being a two-out single.
2: So man on first is Jovetic, Kyle Nell, who was a defensive substitution and then walked in his lone plate appearance yesterday. Will step into the box, righty hitter Nell against the righty smith one gone top two two gone top two man on first and that's lined just wow just barely foul down the first base side over the glove of achikar and then landing just outside the paint as he went opposite and almost dropped one in for a liner into the right field corner and that uh, would have been at least putting jovetic at third instead it's just a foul by fractions and it'll be 0 one with two out to Nell. Righty v. Righty here as Jovetic takes his lead at first. Out in front of a swinging strike. 0-2 now. So Carter's ahead with the foul ball and now the uh, slider for the strike. The swinging strike. 0-2 with two gone and a man on. Here in the top of the second. The Dons have a hit in each inning. They stranded their base runner in the first. Can the Cougars induce the same here in the second? The 0-2. Hmm... Just Mm. missing for
3: ball one. That's a a strike. I'm trying to be better this year. I say that every year, Greg, but (laughs) I tend to get on the umpires a little bit too much. But uh, he missed that. That was a a front-door curveball that hit the front side. It should have been called strike three. So the one-two with two gone from Smith.
2: Ooh, a half-offering, and they punched him him out. So with the runner running, whether we're going, it's a punch-out and a called strike to end the top of the second. After one and a half, 0-0 our score. In the top of the second, it was no runs on one hit, no errors. BYU 0, USF 0. Bottom two coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: First hitter for BYU in the bottom of the second. is the number four hitter. The lefty Joshua Cowden playing right field today. Joshua was at, center, uh, at catcher yesterday as he takes the first pitch he sees and lofts it to short center, short enough that the shortstop will handle it. So the fly out to the shortstop, Winkler, and Cowden is quickly retired. Not sure how many guys out there play catcher and right field. It's an esoteric combination, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
3: really is. Yeah, You can sometimes see him play catcher and first base, but yeah. uh, not too often do you have him move the outfield. So the pop-up to short, retires Cowden
2: Cole Gamble, yesterday's game winner steps into the box back to back lefty hitters, back to back to back with McIntyre who ended the first inning with a double play, a 6-3, so one gone here bottom second and Cole Gamble lefty hitter versus righty hurler Malaris, Malaris high and outside for ball one, the first pitch was a strike so one and one, one gone here in the bottom of the second, Cole Gamble Walk-off double to end last night's game in 10. Inning began with a runner at second by agreement and rule. The Cougars brought him home. That was Watkins with the winning run. As Cowden looks at ball two. Two and one. You're in the bottom of the second.
3: Well, it looks like uh, the Dons went to Malaris as the starting pitcher because he doesn't walk a lot of guys. Their other guys have been walking so many people and getting their staff in bad spots that uh, they decided to go to him. Inside for ball three, three and one.
2: Malares just eight bases on balls to 20 K's coming in two today. Malares working on the first side of the r- first base side of the rubber. Delivers the three one. And that's laced to deep left field. Racing back is Foster and doesn't get it. Off his glove at the wall. Bounces off the wall and holding at second with a double is Cole Gamble. It hit the glove of Foster, who then hit the wall and is slow to get up. Had he made that catch, he would have said great play, and he almost made that play. But it skips through his glove and to the wall and just off the uh, the pinky finger yeah, of the glove.
3: He, uh, he went a long ways, and then right as it hits his glove, the next step he hits the wall and ball comes out and Cole gets a stand-up double here. Chance to take a lead here early. So Gamble at second with one out
2: and Foster is up and it is interesting Foster was a late inning defensive substitute out last night and then the key play the game winning play is his replacement perhaps misjudging a little bit a ball that maybe Foster's sitting there going I would have had that
3: yeah (laughs) it was weird because you don't see too many guys get substituted mid pitch basically right in the middle of the inning they substituted him out
2: so Gamble on second with a stand up double and that's ripped almost to the same spot. Again, Foster on the move. Wilk off the wall. It'll bring home Gamble with the day's first run. And back-to-back doubles for BYU as Jacob Wilk steps up and drills one to almost the exact same spot. Yeah. And the Cougars
3: lead the game one nothing. Yeah, that was just probably about, what, two or three feet higher possibly. But uh, Foster's getting some work out there, back-to-back pitches. But I love Wilk's approach there. He got a first pitch uh, breaking ball elevated that he just hit off about midway up the wall there for a big-time RBI double. The number six hitter in the game was the third in the inning, Jacob
2: Wilk, and he drives home the first run. BYU's designated hitter Wilk with a double after Gamble preceded him with a double. Again, to almost exactly the same spot in the park. That'll bring up the left-handed hitting, Freddie Achikar. BYU won, San Francisco, no score. The Cougars now with their second and third hits of the day here in the second inning. One gone here in the bottom of the second. Achikar. Awaits the first pitch from Malaris, and that's ripped. And this one to the gap in left center, and that'll bounce on the warning track. It'll bring home Wilk, and back-to-back-to-back to back to back doubles for BYU as the Cougs take a 2-0 lead.
3: Yeah, fantastic. And Freddie just took a fastball running away from him and hit it sharply, one hop off the left field wall. They're wearing out that uh, Glenn Tuckett sign out there in left center. <laughs> and uh, three straight doubles to take a 2-0 lead. Great job offensively.
2: So left field double, left field double, left center double by Gamble, Wilk, and Atchikar, respectively bring homes two. And the Cougs on four hits now in the second inning with three of them coming in the second lead by a score of 2 nothing, Still one out and a conference on the mound as pitching coach Malaris and his catcher McCarthy all convene to discuss how to avoid giving up doubles with every pitch.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's what, three consecutive pitches and three straight doubles. So, I mean, there's not even a pitch in between, so... You don't see that every day. So the Cougs have taken a
2: 2 nothing lead here in the bottom of the second. So they won't be playing catch-up today. It lost at least not yet. BYU which trailed 5 nothing yesterday after a, a big five-run second for the Dons. And the Cougs now up 2 nothing
3: bottom two. had a lot of friends texting me after the game. Holy cow, I saw it was 5 nothing in the third, and I just turned it off. I, I <laughs> thought you guys were done, and then all of a sudden you guys win. I said, you never quit. Cougs don't quit. Don't give up on us. USF is down and the Dons
2: are 3 and 12 when the opponent scores first. BYU has scored first. Cooks are 500 when taking the lead 4 and 4 this year when they go out on top, they're on top two nothing bottom second. Stepping in Abe Valdez, today's catcher hitting righty against the righty Malaris. That's laced foul. Now on the third uh, The first base side Good
3: news for the Dons is Valdez is not standing at second right now. Well, how, yeah, exactly. Well, how, You're a stat guy, and you love stats. How about this? We went 2 for 15 last night. 2 for 16, I think, with runners in scoring position. At the end of the day with Cole Gamble, we're already 2 for 2 in our spots today. So already a much better start than yesterday. So some positive regression happening for BYU.
2: Cougars two runs on four hits. The 0-1 goes to ball one, 1-1, one and one, with one gone here in the bottom of the second. On second is Freddie Achikar with a stand-up double, and it was back-to-back-to-back to back to back stand-up doubles. Gamble, Wilk, and Achikar here in the second. Gamble and Wilk have already scored. Achikar is on the bag at second. And pitching from the stretch, the starting pitcher, Malaris. Josh Malaris for San Francisco. Hitting is Abe Valdez, making his tenth start. Didn't play yesterday. Glancing back at Achikar is Molaris. Comes plateward, and that's chopped to the first baseman, handles the grounder, scoops to Malares, who bobbled it, and it's an error at first base, allowing at, uh, allowing uh, Valdez to reach, and going to third is Atchikar. That's a play you just have to yeah, make you your San uh, Francisco.
3: I mean, that's a pitcher's fielding practice right there. They call it PFP. It's a routine play, and the, what the problem is, the pitcher looked for the bag and then got handcuffed and yep. drops that, and uh, you got to make those plays. But uh, offensively, you'll take it. Now you're first and third with one out with a chance for Cole to drive in the third run. So Valdez reaching
2: on an E1, and after seven errors yesterday for USF, a crucial one here, puts runners on the corners as Atchikar, who was going to advance on the ground out, is now sitting at third with Valdez at first. So first and third, one gone, bottom second, BYU's leading at 2-0. Valdez at first after Molares dropped the ball at first. That's an easily handled play, but he handcuffed himself a little bit, as you noted. And he was also, he was catching it underhand as well, and kind of an awkward angle. All those
3: things combined, with looking back to the bag, and he just dropped it. That's a play you'll see him make 99 out of yeah. 100 times. You, you do that every single day in practice, and it wasn't a bad throw. It was right to him. Yeah.
2: Soft toss that was dropped. And that's ripped into center field. Off one hop, it's going to score one. Peyton Cole, the sixth hitter in the inning, the number nine hitter in the lineup, brings home Achikar from third with a single to center. And now it's first and second and still one out. Peyton Cole with an RBI single is at first. Valdez goes to second and coming home is Freddie Achikar. So the three players who hit doubles here in the second have all come home. BYU three, San Francisco zero. You're in the bottom second.
3: It's, it's amazing to see what Peyton Cole has done in the last couple of weeks. He he just was a guy who wasn't in the lineup. He just wanted to pitch. He didn't really want to hit anymore, but he was forced to have to be in the lineup because of Watkins' injury, and, and here he is just having a really good last three weeks for us.
2: Back to the top of the order with Andrew Pintar stepping in. Peyton Cole, his last three games including today, let's say, he's now four for eight with four runs and three yeah. RBI.
3: That's- from your nine hole. That's a a big, big spot in your lineup to be able to have that type of production.
2: Pintar, the 0-1. That's fouled back for no balls and two strikes with one gone here at the bottom of the second. BYU 3 and San Francisco 0. Cougars starting strong here. And have brought a seventh hitter to the plate in Andrew Pintar. Pintar flied out to center in his first at-bat.
3: And, Greg, what you would call Peyton Cole is a gamer. He's the guy that during practice doesn't do anything really flashy, doesn't make all the plays in practice, doesn't have the best batting practice. And then the lights turn on, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm one of the best guys on the field. Pintar. Sees
2: Molares go well outside on the 0-2. One ball, two strikes to Pintar. On second, Valdez. On first, Peyton Cole with an RBI single have it cooking here in the bottom of the second. 3-0. Neither team scored in the first. USF blank top two and bottom 2 It's been BYU's inning with three runs crossing. Four of their five hits coming here in the second. Malares kicks and fires and gets Pintar to foul back into the screen. Stays 1-2 and two with one gone here in the bottom of the second. BYU in San Francisco. Middle game of a three-game set. BYU looking to go 5-0 and and stay atop the West Coast Conference. Rest of the league was getting are getting their three-game series underway today. St. Mary's at Pepperdine, Pacific at San Diego, Gonzaga at LMU, Santa Clara at Portland, BYU will play at Santa Clara next weekend. Pintar. Off speed with the one and two goes to two and two.
3: Well, and Greg, this year of of all the years, because there isn't a conference tournament, every game truly matters. Before, it was like, okay, if you lose a game, as long as you can stay within that top four and make it to Stockton and get to the tournament, you have a chance to go to a regional and win your your conference. But now it's it's every game matters because at the end of the year, it's who has the best record. That's who gets to go to the NCAA tournament. So every game is big.
2: Malaris with two men on gets Pintar to pop up to short. Shortstop backpedaling, shielding his eyes, and Winkler makes the easy catch. Two out here in the bottom of the second. Runners stay at first and second, respectively, with Cole and Valdez. It's the best record in 27 games. It all comes down to nine three-game series.
3: Yep, it really does. And 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 thank goodness that uh, conference play didn't start for us in the first few weeks, right? Get get all that uh, the the bad baseball out of there. But so, although
2: you know the record wasn't what anybody wanted, the tune-ups that's what they were, right? They you're really you're were. getting ready for yep. league against excellent competition for the most part.
3: Yeah, we're not going to face anybody in our league that has a pitching staff like Texas and Oregon State did. We just we, we just won't. So it's a great way to, to kind of see where you're at and, and 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 be ready. Brock Watkins digs in. Righty hitter against righty thrower,
2: and that's fouled back directly over the canopied roof and into the softball enclosure. And, yes, BYU and Boise State are playing softball behind us. First game of a doubleheader, top six, and Boise leads BYU 6-2 to two in that one.
3: I was talking to the, the coaches earlier today, softball coaches, and they were saying there's something about when we play Boise, they play us really tough. So strike one
2: to Watkins. Singled and was stranded Or a singled and then was retired On a 6-3 double play in the first High on Pitch two for ball one One and one with two gone here in the bottom of the second Brock Watkins the BYU shortstop Has one of BYU's five hits The one hit in the first inning But again he was Retired at the second base on the 6-3 Back to back to back doubles to start The second inning for BYU after a pop up by Cowden and a Peyton Cole RBI single three runs across, 3-0 our score as Molaris looks Valdez back to second. Valdez
3: at second and Cole at first, Tuck. Yeah, so not great speed on the bases. Valdez as a catcher doesn't run very well, but the outfield where their depth is uh, most singles he should be able to score Working out of the stretch, Josh Molaris
2: the glance back to second and catching the top part of the zone for strike 2. So 1 and 2 to Brock Watkins with two out here in the bottom of the second. BYU's out to
3: a 3 nothing lead. And uh, Winkler is short. Greg is uh he's shading Brock into the six hole there trying to take away that six hole.
2: Don struggle in the second inning in particular. They've now been outscored 31 to 9 in the second frame this year, including three runs here today. The 1-2 to Watkins. That's well, high. Well, and if you take
3: away last night, it's even worse, right? Because yeah, they had the their five, five, five runs came runs. yesterday. Yeah, five of their nine came take yesterday. Out yesterday.
2: You're looking at 31 to four. Yeah, without the and and yeah. again, the five runs yesterday were all unearned. Yes, in that second inning. So they really struggled to get out of the blocks. Do the Dons in the first three innings? They've been outscored 72 to 24. That's exactly a three to one ratio in runs against in the first three innings. Molaris. It's another pop up fouled back by Watkins. Stays 2 and 2, 2 out. We're in the bottom of the second. BYU strong start has them leading 3 0. Three runs here in the second. After Cowden popped up, double by Gamble, double by Wilk, and double by Atchikar. Wilk and Atchikar each with RBIs on their doubles. And then Peyton Cole singling to score the third of the three doublers, Atchikar. The 2 2 count. Molaris kicks, fires, and delivers. And on the curve, a swinging strike, and the inning is over. So, Brock Watkins with a frontwards K. But eight hitters came to the plate in the second inning for BYU. Three runs across. So, three runs on four hits. There was one USF error. After two complete, BYU three and San Francisco zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel,
2: Leading off the San Francisco, top of the third, the number nine hitter, the catcher, Thomas McCarthy. And McCarthy takes the first pitch he sees and flies out to right field. Handled there by Joshua Cowden. One gone on one pitch here in the top of the third. Thomas McCarthy is retired, bringing up the top of the order. The third baseman, number 31, Luke Kieschel, will step in against Carter Smith. Carter Smith working into his third inning. He's allowed two hits, no runs. BYU three runs on their five hits. 3 nothing Cougs, top three. Luke Kieschel was retired on a 5-3 ground out in the first. Hits now in the third. He's now two for his last 22 at the plate. As strike one is delivered by Smith. Windy day here in Provo. The wind out to center.
3: Good point. Wind coming from the
2: north-northwest, and that's ahead on the count at
3: 0-2. Yeah, when Carter's throwing that 82-mile-an-hour slider, running away from a right-hander, he is he's hard to hit.
2: So working ahead is Smith now. Holds the glove in front of his face. With that right hand in the glove, he shakes off Valdez, and now time is called. So stepping out is Keeschel. So two for his last twenty-two. I know that's o-ninety. It's not great, and on the 0-2 inside ball one.
3: See, and that's when that's when they start to scare me, right? I keep <laughs> like saying, McCarthy that. like McCarthy yesterday. Yeah, it's like guys <laughs> that have been struggling. It's like statistically, they're due. They're in the lineup for a reason, and it always makes me nervous.
2: The one-two to Keishel, and that's a swinging strikeout. Good slider, and that's the third K of the day for Carter Smith, and second swinging will bring up the number two hitter, third in this inning, the left fielder Darius Foster. Foster retired, and he was the one who laid down the bunt in the first inning. It was well handled by Carter, who made a nice play to first to get the second out of the top of the first.
3: Yeah, if you lay that same bunt down ten times, probably eight times he's going to get a hit out of it. That's how good of a bunt was. it was. That's how good of a play Carter made.
2: That's a swing and a miss by Foster. A nice bunt was laid down by the leader in slugging percentage on this team, Darius Foster.
3: And he chokes up on that barrel, and you see where Peyton Cole's playing way yeah. in on the grass, trying to take that away.
2: You see Foster's build, and you don't immediately think leader in slugging percentage. But that's two swings and two misses for Foster. And again, working ahead in the count is Carter Smith.
3: Yeah, so Carter goes slider, swing, and miss. Now he went change-up, swing, and miss. So be interesting to see if he tries to elevate a fastball here, if he tries to bury that change-up again.
2: The Dons' leader in on-base percentage as well is Darius Foster. Awaits the 0-2 and gets a barrel on it, but fouls it out down the third baseline and out near University Parkway on a bounce, perhaps. So it stays 0-2 with two gone, top of the third, and BYU leads 3-0 over San Francisco. The Dons had a 5-0 lead before BYU rallied yesterday to win 8-7 and 10. The Dons today play catch-up. And a swinging strike, and Good the pitch. fourth K of the day for Carter Smith. The third swinging strikeout. He retires the last two of the inning via strikeout after two and a half. It is BYU three, and USF no score, no runs, no hits, no errors in the top of the third. Cougars lead by three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: Seeking to extend a four-game hit streak, Mitch McIntyre digs in to lead off the bottom of the third for BYU. Cooks three, dons zero. Ball one, the delivery to McIntyre from Josh Malaris, the USF starter, into his third inning. That's ball two to McIntyre. So Carter Smith k the last two batters of the top of the third. And uh, through three innings, just 36 pitches thrown by Carter and 26 for strikes.
3: Yeah, fantastic start so far for Carter. Exactly what we needed. Malaris,
2: top of the zone for ball for uh, strike one on his third pitch of the at-bat. Two and one to Mitch McIntyre. BYU 3, USF no score. You hear the wind in our mic, and when... Malaris makes his windup, the wind will ripple the back of his jersey as he comes plateward, and that's laced to center field. Backpedaling is Jovatic, and just in front of the warning track, handles it for a long flyout, out number one in the bottom of the third. So Mitch is 0 for 2 today, Ground out, grounded into a double play for the first time this season for Mitch in the first, and then flies out to center here in the third. Yeah, second
3: batter of the inning is Joshua Cowden. Top. And both of his at-bats so far, he's hit the ball hard. That was a hard out to center. It was a hard double play out to short. So good things for Mitz are just not finding holes.
2: Cowden popped up to short to lead off the second. Then it was back-to-back-to-back doubles for BYU. That's inside for strike one to Cowden. Josh Malaris and Carter Smith came into today with almost identical whips. Malaris 1.56, Smith 1.55. Carter's been just this side of dealing today. It's for ball one. One and one with one gone. Top three. BYU leads by three, three nothing. Cougs lead the Dons. BYU eight and eight versus right handed starters this year. And Josh Malaris is one of those. Ball two. USF five and ten versus the righties. Neither of these teams have a win against left-handed starting pitching. BYU's 0 3 and the Dons are 0-5 against the Southpaws. And BYU's not starting Southpaws right now. That's swung on and popped up to short left center. The shortstop is backpedaling, but coming in is the center fielder Jovitic to make the second out of the third inning. So two center field flyouts, McIntyre and Cowden, respectively.
3: Yeah, that's two soft outs for Cowden so far in this game. Both of those shallow pop-ups to center. One at the center fielder caught, and now you've just got that one. So Cole Gamble, game-winning
2: double, walk-off to end the game last night, and then stand-up double yeah. in the second inning here. And it's back-to-back-to-back left-handed hitters. Here in the third inning against the right-handed pitching Josh Malaris. McIntyre and Cowden both retired to center field. And Gamble now steps in. He doubled to deep left center. And that is going to be popped up to shallow center. And the shortstop will handle that one. So three pop-ups here in uh, the bottom of the third. We're through. Three complete. No runs, no hits, no errors. Bottom three. After three, BYU three and USF zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.